Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Yo, what up, guys? Quincy Ameriquai here, 10-year MLS pro with another episode of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show, episode 7. That's right, we're on episode 7. What up, Mateo? Welcome, you're the first one in. Official memes, what up, what up? First one in, never clicked a video so fast. That's what's up. What up, guys? Like I said, 10-year MLS Pro, going into year 11. This would be year 11. Uh, Quincy Marikwa here with the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host. Quincy Marikwa. Welcome to another episode. If you are just not joining us for the first time, now is your chance to get any and all of your questions, well, as many as I possibly can get answered over the next hour, because Instagram limits us to an hour. Uh, all the questions you could, have, your little hearts could desire from a, from a tenure MLS pro. So how it goes is it's almost a first come first serve basis here. So if you got any questions, go ahead and drop them in the comment section or the DM, I don't even know what this is called, the, the community comment section. Go ahead and drop those in there. Uh, you guys know I get a little long-winded at times, so sometimes I fall behind, but usually it's the first ones that come in I get answering. So if you got questions, go ahead and drop them below. Also, in the comment section below, let me know where you guys are calling in from, where you're joining in from live. Where are you at? I know there's some people all over the all over the place. What up, MLS fan base? What's going on? Bata Halupa, welcome to the live. Appreciate having you. Fernie.8Fernando. Welcome, welcome. Um, I know as more of you guys are jumping in, hold on, let me see, push notifications, something like that. So I'm getting all of my stuff sorted in an order because sometimes I fall behind in the questions here. What'll be easier for me to organize questions, I thought it'd be better if you guys have questions, send in your questions on Twitter using the hashtag AskASoccerPro. I'll check I'll be checking on Twitter for all the questions because I know things will fall behind. I'll get to people in the live as I see it come through and as you guys are talking. I also like the community here, so everyone's helping each other out. Sometimes there are resources that I've already, or things I've already said, or resources that I have access to or I already have given available that I know other people in the community in the community are aware of. So if you guys know an answer to a question or can direct someone who's new to the show or new to the community over to something, I appreciate that too. Kind of kind of having some like moderation of the community. I like that. We like to have fun here. We like to joke around. We like to have fun, but we like to increase that knowledge, you know, grow, leap. Pretty much leave every situation having given more than we received. That's what we're trying to do here. And before I hop into answering a couple of these questions, if this is your first time joining in, make sure you guys grab a free copy of our book. Go over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. You already know. You can get the physical copy if you want. Let me flip that up. You can get the physical copy if you want. But the digital copy is free. That's right. It's free. It doesn't mean you don't got to work for it, though. You know, because I what I realize is when people think something's free, they don't value it. And that's... That's going to be the, you know what, that's going to be the topic of, the, of, of today. How do you value the information that you're receiving from people? Critical thinking. We're going to jump into that. So send your question in. Uh, you can drop your questions here on the live, but also send your questions in on Twitter using the hashtag AskASoccerPro, and I'll be checking them over here. Before the show kicked off, or before we got going over here on the show, um, over on Instagram, I asked a couple of you guys just to send your questions so we can get live on the show so I can answer from those as well, too. Uh, what up, Brandon? Welcome. K9 Ampton, what's going on? Official meme said pin that. How do I? I don't even know how to pin that. Let me see. Let me go. Perfect. Hold on, guys. Let me pin that. Soccer skills dot. Oh, of course it auto-corrected, hold on, perfect soccer skills dot com, like I said guys, drop where you're calling in from, 
com slash book so I can see where everyone's located. I know some people are international, which has been pretty cool. Okay, so I, I typed that in there, but I don't know how to... I don't know how I pin that. Uh, there we go. Pin. Bang. Yo, shout out MLS memes, which is me, which isn't me. Helping myself out. I appreciate it. Montreal. Shout out Montreal. What's going on? CJ Mendez said he's calling in from Chicago. CJ, I think I saw you helping out K9 Hampton earlier in the comment section. I appreciate that, man. Um, way to be a positive member of the community. Shannon, what's going on? I'm in, in San Jose, California. I remember you, Shannon. What up, Shannon? Welcome to the call. I appreciate having you. Jason, New Jersey. Ah, New Jersey. There you go. Uh, 365 Sports, San Diego. What up? I used to live out in Escondido. That's where Serena and I bought our first house. Really loved it out there. Impact Daily, Montreal. Shout out, Montreal. What's going on? You guys know I love Montreal. Um, Botel, Ontario. What up? SJ Jose joined. Welcome. Ibra, welcome. Danny Columbus, Pithead, Appleton, Wisconsin. Or, yeah, Appleton, Wisconsin. Georgia, Connecticut, Ohio. Wow. That's awesome. Guys, all over the world. All right, so let me hop into it. You guys know how it is. I hop on here for an hour. You know, I'd, take, I'd end up being on here longer than an hour if it wasn't for the limit of Instagram, but probably better for you guys. So let's jump straight into it. I'll, I'll go through a couple of questions that came in over here um, in Instagram. Uh, those of you who are following me on Instagram, I know a couple of you guys sent in questions that might not have been able to go there live. And then, um, like I said, start sending your questions using the hashtag on Twitter. And you guys chat amongst each other um, in the community. Uh, stop texting pretty girl for this knowledge I'm about to receive. That's what's up. I'm, you know, I'm here to drop knowledge bombs. Pretty much to speak the truth. Kind of like Eddie Johnson. If any of you guys had a chance to check out Eddie Johnson's live he did the other day, he's just spitting, spitting the realness out there. And I appreciate, you know, I appreciate some pros out here telling it, telling it how it is, you know, not sugarcoating it. So it's cool. So let's, let's jump into it. Over on um, Instagram, uh, Fayeka, uh, man, I'm going to mess up the name, said, how can I achieve all my goals for soccer in 2019? Well, okay. Well, that's a great question. Uh, to set your goals, you have to set your intentions and have purpose in what you're doing. And I think the most purposeful thing you could do is getting yourself a free copy of our book because there's no excuse not to get it. Cause you, we basically downloaded, I've downloaded the 10 years of my professional experience plus the 15 years of my youth soccer experience into this. Ross has downloaded his as well. Mark Pelosi has downloaded his. And we've got a lot of other guys who are joining the team and helping us out with that as well too. So head over there and get a, get a copy of that. And we can talk about um, specific goal setting along with that um, throughout the live. But that's a good question. I'd say start with that, start with that first. Um, and then we also wrote a, and this will also help you. So I don't, I like talking about certain things, but there's some things we've already gone very deep into, so I don't want to waste time answering other people's questions with something I know we've already gone in-depth on. So if you go on to perfectsoccerskills.com and head over to the blog, I know we wrote a an article on setting and accomplishing your soccer goals, and there's a whole blog on that, so you can search that on the site. You can pull up that blog post, and Ross has an in-depth with Ross that goes into that, and then I think we even shared Matt Sheldon's uh, YouTube video on how he sets his soccer goals. So like when we see someone who does a good job of pre presenting that information, uh, we, we make sure to share that, and if we don't see it, then we create it ourselves. So that'd be a good place to start. Um, Daisy asked, what's the biggest attribute a player should have to be able to get scouted by a university? Um, I like to take it all the way deep down to the, the core fundamental. And for me, that is building the proper mindset. If you don't have the right mindset, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again and I'll say it in the future till the end of time. Um, what you build your house on is more important than what you build, right? So whether it's a house, it's a school, it's a barn, it's a skyscraper, it's the tallest building in the world, or it's a little dog house. If it's built on terrible foundation, it's going to crumble. It won't stand the test of time and you won't maintain success. I talk a lot about goal setting and accomplishing your goals, but what about goal maintenance? That's what I want you guys to focus on. Finding success could be luck. Maybe you get lucky, you get successful, but how do you look backwards on the success you've stumbled into or the success you've created 
and look forward to maintaining that in the future? How do you how do you keep what you've earned? I think that's the biggest sign of true success: your ability to maintain what you've what you've created, what you've earned. So um, the biggest attribute is mindset, and uh, that's basically what we speak to in our book. So if you haven't gotten the book, there's another plug for that as well too. Let's see, uh, Bam underscore underscore Sun underscore ask toughest team you've played against. Oh, the toughest team I've played against. I guess it depends on the context. Playoff games are pretty difficult. They get they get pretty pretty chippy. But then we've all I've also played like against Man U a couple times. Club America. Um, who else? Liverpool. That wasn't that difficult. They're a good team, but that wasn't like a hard fought game. To be honest, it's like playoff games get very very uh, very very tough. And um, I think circumstances make it much more difficult than anything else. So, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin, with three N's, uh, 06, asks, how can you get seen or scouted from Bakersfield? Well, that's a great question because obviously I did that. <laughs> so if most of you don't know, I'm from Bakersfield, California. Originally, not really the mecca of soccer in the world and not really the best place in the world or the most um most players coming out of this out of this place but that is not due to lack of talent it's due to lack of marketability so if there's any player um that you've seen online who actively promotes himself i i'd, I'd say it'd be pretty difficult to find a player who probably promotes himself and has built an entire company around uh, self-promotion than me. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I want to encourage all of you aspiring players out there that no one will be a bigger advocate for yourself than yourself. So if you're not willing to promote yourself, why would someone else do it for you? Especially if you're not paying them to do it. Think about that. That's really what I want you guys to understand. And if you allow other people's negativity or their thoughts of you to prevent you from doing what's in your best interest, then you're letting them win, and that's why they're doing it, because it's working. You think people are going to keep hating and talking crap and all that when they see when, when it just doesn't affect you and it doesn't work? Maybe they will, but guess what? You use that as fuel to prove them wrong. I've already told you guys, I enjoy proving people wrong more than I enjoy soccer. That is a fact, and that is true. So the more you doubt me and hate on me, the, the more it makes me want to prove you wrong. So keep doing it. It's just fuel to the fire. And that's kind of how the internet works. We could go down that rabbit hole, and I could talk about that even deeper. If you guys aren't understanding that, the things that you don't like, when you feed it energy, and by energy, that means positive or negative, you're helping them grow. So if you hate someone, you don't like them, and you don't want them to succeed, do not follow and pay attention to them. Do not talk about them. Do not speak their name. Because doing so literally helps them. And if you don't think it does, then that's probably your problem and you weren't aware of the problem that you had. So yeah, there you go. If you didn't know, now you know. Um, question came in, um, is Sac Republic ever going to be an MLS team? I think they will eventually. I don't know what MLS has against bringing them into the league, to be honest with you. It seems like they have everything lined up. But, you know, it's turning into a big money grab, so what can you do? Um, will uh, San Jose SJ on hell asked me, um, yo, what up, Ray? Welcome. And Antonio13. Squincy <laughs> spitting facts of Zeus. <laughs> uh, R. Crandall. Uh, R. Grant Roll underscore 17 asks, what do pro scouts look for in a player? Oh, man. Okay. That depends on the pro scout, and it depends on their level of experience, and it depends on their system and how they want to play and what they're looking for and how they develop players. But considering all of that, the big thing is what you want to focus on or at least not focus on, but yeah, I'd say focus on developing most would be the things that are true no matter what. Right. So a fundamental truth is you have to have a great first touch or you have to have good control of the ball to give yourself ample opportunities to play at the, at the next level. So if you if you don't have a good first touch, that's where you should be focusing on because a coach, that's kind of a given. So if, if you haven't developed that, then that should be one thing. Having a, developing a strong mindset and self-belief and um, self-confidence. That should also be a, a solid truth because that's fundamentally necessary and needed. Um, uh, uh, 
being a good pro in the sense of maintaining your body uh, both on and off the field, being being coachable, being open to learning, but also knowing when when you need to ignore other people. I mean, these are all things that you learn over time, and it's those who learn these the quickest are the ones who apply them the most and then reap the rewards and benefits over them over the long term. I've talked uh, I've talked about this I think on a previous live and um, th these are concepts of how we think linearly but how we experience time is exponential. And um, out the briefly the the best uh, the best example I've had uh, to convey this thought or idea is is this and I'll and I'll try to keep it uh, quickly as possible. So if I ask you, and if you guys have already been on, if you've been on the live when I've talked about this, uh, don't drop the answer here below. But even even considering, and it's a good exercise to have. If I told you I will give you one cent, as in one penny today, and I double that penny every single day for the next thirty days. So tomorrow I'll give you two pennies. Day three I'll give you four pennies. Day four I'll give you eight pennies. Day five I'll give you sixteen pennies. Day six I'll give you thirty-two pennies. You get the point, right? Maybe in day seven I'll get you'll have a dollar. Will you take that or would you take $50,000 cash right now, today? And I'm giving you 10 seconds to decide what you want. Put it in the comments below. Tell me what you take, $50,000 or one cent. And then I also want to know, yeah, we'll do that. So let me see. Drop those Drop those in the comments right now. While you guys are dropping what you, what you think, I'll move on to another question. And then I'll circle back to that example that I was talking about. Uh... AC Flynn, what up? Welcome to the live. Um, yeah, so guys, drop those official memes. Drop me, okay, one cent. Mateo said he'd take one cent. Let me see what else we got here. Um, already got this Quincy bomb. Ooh, already got this Quincy. There you go. Yeah, I got a couple other ones for you guys as well too. But I like this because even when people say they take one cent, I want you to now tell me on day 30, most of you are saying one cent, so that means you understand at least that this is a trick question, and the one cent must be more, there you go, the grain of rice, the one cent must be more than the $50,000. But now my question is, how much more than $50,000? How much more than $50,000? I want you to write down below the next 30 seconds, uh, then $50,000 do you think it is? Is it $50,000 in one? Is it, is it $60,000? Is it $70,000? How much is it? Ballpark it. So drop that below. What do you think it is? So even though you guys know that this is a thought experiment, exactly. Uh, no, said, bro, you got me doing math. I ain't trying to. Well, this is this is the if 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 learning this math equation or understanding this concept was the difference between accomplishing your goals and not accomplishing your goals, would you would you do it? I think you would, or maybe you wouldn't, and maybe that's why you're not accomplishing your goals. <laughs> So let's see. I don't know. There might be something deeper. There might be some more conspiracies going on there. So how much more than fifty thousand do you think it is? And while you guys are writing, um, writing how much more than fifty thousand you think it is, I'm gonna move on to another question. I'll get back to it. Um, uh, official memes had asked me, "What do I do if I successfully join an academy and they cut me? Any steps?" And, okay, so I've I've spoken a little bit to this in the past, but the most important thing is is understanding that not everything is going to go your way, and your ability to take your ability to take any and all criticism, whether justified or unjustified, and find the silver lining of truth to it is what you will use to now. Sorry, cut out there. That's the information you're going to use to go into your bat cave, right? And work on you and improve you and overcome whatever truth of criticism that you know that you had that was against you or that held you back to overcome that for the next opportunity that comes your way, right? So if you're cut, you need to assess why you were cut. And you need to try to be as unbiased as you possibly can, which can be difficult to do because maybe emotionally you're angry, you're mad at the coach, you're mad at this, maybe it's unfair, you're better than this player, this guy wasn't that good, this, that, and the other. All of those things may be true, but what's also true is you're no longer on the team. So if you can't overcome those things, 
then you may not never ever have another opportunity. So what can you learn from your failure? What can you take away from it? Even if it's, even if what you learn is the situation was unfair and there's nothing more that you could do, that's something you can learn, take advantage of and move on into the next opportunity that you have. Right? So that would be uh, the first steps that I would say that you'd want to take. And then once you, once you're there, you can now start to start seeking individuals, start reading books, start listening to podcasts or finding people who've accomplished what you want to accomplish. And then figure out the things that you can work on for yourself that are in your control to um, to better prepare yourself so you are proactive, not reactive in the future. Um, so I'm looking at it here, and a lot of you guys are saying 50,000, 30,000, someone said 30,000, excuse me, sorry, someone said 30,000, 50,000, 60,000, let's go, 30, uh, 30K more than 50, like that Minnesota asked, 30K more than 50, uh, let's see. So, okay, so this is the, the point that I wanted to wanted to make. For, for you guys to think that it is anywhere near $50,000 would make sense because we think linearly, right? So one, two, three, four, five. Exponential is just another level. And exponential is a level that takes that 50, and you start with one penny, on day 30, you have over... $2.3 million. So what? $2.25 million more than the $50,000? So the one penny got you that, and the 50000 got you 50000 Right? So that's the difference between exponential and linear. And the reason why I like to use that example is to hammer home the point that Time is exponential. When you think, or if you believe, and this is, tends to be younger players, younger, or people who have not worked on themselves, what they fail to understand, what they fail to realize is that time, their perspective on time is skewed because they believe they have more of it than they do, and they believe that the actions they take in any given moment do not have large consequences as time passes, right? To the point that you can start with one penny today and double that penny, and in 30 days you have $2.35 million. It's, even though I tell you that, even though it's true, and you can go do the research and type it in your phone and look at the numbers, it's still hard to conceptualize because our experience of time is linear. That's our experience. But the results of time are exponential. Yeah, write that down. And that hopefully will give you a better understanding of why you need to have a very intimate, deep, honest relationship with time. Because time is the only thing that you have. And time is the only thing you're using to trade in exchange for other things from other people. And we talked about that with commodities and everything and productivity versus... Uh, Productivity versus time vested and all that stuff. Oy, there we go. We're getting into it. I like I like this. I like this, guys. Let's see what we got here. How can I improve? I'm so confused because it's choppy. Oh, Daisy said she's confused because it's choppy. Yeah, sorry guys about the 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 choppy some of you guys are saying the lives getting choppy i'm gonna figure out and get it sorted out so that's not an issue anymore moving forward but the good news is i record all these lives so if you miss the live or it kind of chops out on you no worries because i will i upload the live replay and you guys can also rewatch the live at least on my channel for at least 24 hours before then but then i i download this and i repost it over onto youtube as well so i apologize for the choppiness if it is choppy on your side, but I do appreciate all of you guys hanging with me and sticking with me um, all the way. Let me know if it's back clear again, if you guys can give me a thumbs up, if it's back clear again, so I can get back into it. Let me see what we got here. Yeah, so guys, you give me a, give me that thumbs up and let me know how it's going on the live side there, and we get back into it over here. Uh, 
Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota's XI dot XI on Instagram had asked me, in your opinion, what's the most important or useful skill a player can learn? Um, I, I, I've alluded to it before, but I also think uh, another skill that a skill, a very useful skill is learning how not to rely on your athleticism. So if you're a player who's athletic or fast or strong or has like an innate skill or an ability that is better than the other people around them, that's great to have and to, to develop and to maintain. But uh, be mindful the best that you can to not uh, be dismissive of all the other attributes of the game that are also necessary for success and ones that can overcome your athleticism and ability. I've played with some guys that are very slow, very, extremely slow, not strong, not fast. But they're so they are so smart that they make the the fast strong strong guys look dumb. So, uh, you know, I I would consider myself a pretty athletic player. Um, that's a lot of what I've relied on, especially early on in my career, especially in MLS. MLS was a much more was a much more athletically uh, dominated league when I was first coming in. So that was kind of necessary, but. As the league has been changing and growing, there's a lot of clever guys, a lot of smart players that are in the league now. Um, I've been learning a lot by playing with them and watching them. And there's just a huge difference between um, – there's a huge difference in development of players with these guys coming overseas who you can tell they've been playing at like a high level of tactical and, and, um, tactical and technical – levels from a very young age and you know that i'd say that's a big difference between the american american player and then foreign players but uh on the flip side of that the the valuable trait that american players uh tend to have and what i see is because we're so blue collar and we work hard and we we know that the other guys are maybe technically or tactically more sound than us um, we just outwork a lot of the guys who are coming over here and when you're talking about over the course of a 90 minute game the ability to maintain with a guy who just literally will not quit is very hard for very hard for those guys who come over here. A lot of them struggle because that's kind of the American soccer mentality. And that is not the world's mentality of football, right? We're the only country that calls it soccer. So that that's very telling in its in itself. Um, we kind of like to do it our way, the American way. And uh, I think a lot of those guys, when they come over here, they might not have much respect for the American way, but there are some very valuable, um, there are some very valuable um, attributes and a aspects of the American game that I think, especially with playing a lot of these guys, especially when I was with in San Jose, I think a lot of those guys got a lot from understanding kind of how we do it here. So it was, it was cool. Um, uh, official said, Quincy, I'm going to be honest. I've seen four episodes of Ask a Soccer Pro and your room is probably still as messy as it was from the first episode. You're right, because I'm too busy thinking about how to give you guys this knowledge that I, I don't have time to clean my room. You know, I'm thinking of the best ways to get you the information you need to improve yourself as fast as possible. So maybe you don't have to waste like three or four years, you know, banging your head against a wall um, like I have in the past. Let's see what we got here. I got one as well too. So, you know what I want to do? I want to do. Guess what? I just felt like I just thought about this right now. I'm gonna do a giveaway in the middle of the. Yeah, we're doing a giveaway in the middle of the live. So there's a couple of there's still a, you guys on the live. We got so you can see up there. This is the newly designed perfect soccer soccer ball. That's right, perfect soccer soccer ball. And I'm gonna do a giveaway. So. uh Someone on the live is going to get a free soccer ball. Um, if you guys drop some ideas as to what what should be the determining factor. I want to do like a question or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking about. How, how should I do this giveaway in the middle of it? So give me some suggestions of – give me some just suggestions of how you can win this soccer ball. Uh, let's see. I'm, while I do that, while you guys drop that below, I'm going to head over to Twitter. And look at some of the questions that came in over here on Twitter.
Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro, that's perfectsoccerskills.com slash b-e-p-r-o to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Under the hashtag... latest soccer soccer IQ test um, how do visas work when playing how do uh, K9 Ampton asked me how do visas work when playing in different countries it depends on the country you're going to play in and um, what level you're going to play at so it, it all depends on where it is and I don't know most of, I know some but not most of them so um, yeah um, Jordan said how do you favor drills to improve quickness uh, as you guys will probably tell by the YouTube channel, a lot of our stuff is just this is, is almost the same thing, slight different variations. Um, what you do, I'm not going to say what you do doesn't matter because it does. Um, but more important than what you do is the consistency and frequency at which you do it. Right. Um, it's way better to do, uh, I've talked about this as well in the past. Your pl- the way that you can plan to beat the exponential uh, experience of time, the exponential results of time that we kind of discussed, was when you're setting your intentions to do something, set them in a manner that you can commit to doing it for the rest of your life. If you start thinking about things in that context, you will set much smaller goals for yourself, but that means your chance of success greatly increases. So what does that mean? So for example, let's say I have a goal that I would like to be able to do a thousand pushups, right? And insert whatever goal this is. I want to play pro. I want to do whatever. Uh, let's say a thousand pushups in one day is your goal. And that's equivalent to being a pro or something like that. Well, how many pushups could you, could you do today? If you could do, let's say you could do 25 pushups today, but that would max you out and you couldn't do a push up for two weeks because you'd be super sore, super sore afterwards. Well, it doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit you to do that because now there's 14 days of time where you're actually not doing anything. And it's literally you starting over at 25 every two weeks. So you're not making any progress. So you could do 25 pushups every two weeks and you'll always be stuck at 25 pushups as opposed to, if you set it at saying, I'm going to do five push-ups today, and I'm going to do five push-ups every single day for the rest of my life. Well, in two weeks, what is that? Let's just say two weeks is actually 15 days, so the math is easier because we're saying two 15-day cycles in 30 days. Well, in uh, 15 days times five, what is that? 45 push-ups. So you'd have done 45 push-ups in the first 15 days. And then another 45 push-ups in the next 15 days, but you'd have done five every single day. So chances are by the end of the month, you could do six every day the next month. And then the next month after that, you could do seven a day. And chances are by, by month six, you could do, or month 10, you could do 10 push-ups a day. And if you started doing 10 push-ups a day, now you can see the compounding effect. And if you're saying, I'm going to do 10 push-ups a day every day for the rest of my life, you're going to get to a point where 10 push-ups a day does not affect you, doesn't do anything. You'd be like 10 push-ups a day is like walking to my car. 10 push-ups a day is like breathing. It's just something I do. It's my part of my life. It's not challenging me. So now you can upgrade to 15 push-ups a day. And you say, I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. And now you start to say, I'm going to build... I'm never going to miss a day. So when you're setting your new goal, you're only going to set goals that you you're going to set goals that you know you can achieve moving forward because you have the track record that shows you you've been able to accomplish what that is in the past and you slowly build on from there. So, um a new way of setting your goals. Focus set goals based on things you can do or or okay. Start top level with your with your larger goal. And then work down backwards into the step, the single step that you need to take that is on the path to accomplishing your goal. And create steps that you can take every single day without fail. Don't take, don't, I won't say don't because it's very difficult. I won't ever tell you not to, to not not do something, right? What I, 
what I would encourage you to do is set yourself up for success. I think many people set themselves up for, for failure, even if they don't believe that that's what they're doing, right? It is much more conducive for you to, to put in place things that you can accomplish, that you know you can do every single day without fail, as opposed to setting unattainable things that you can't accomplish right now. You can set the thing that you want to accomplish, but work backwards into the step that you can take that will lead you down that path as from the perspective that by just taking these steps for a long enough period of time, I will end up at my destination. And sorry, I'm, ju I'm just thinking through the best way to convey this information to you. So think of it as your goal is, is a location, is, is a house at the end of the street, right? That is your goal whatever that is. Most people say, I'm going to take one giant step. I'm going to jump from here and I'm going to land at my destination goal. If I was explaining it to you that way, you knew, you know that that's an absurd, that's absurd. It won't, it doesn't work that way. It never will. And it'll never happen. Okay. So then other people say, well, I want to get to that goal really fast. Right. And I'm thinking about this right now. So yeah, most people go, Oh, I want to get to that goal fast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to sprint. I'm going to sprint as hard as I can to get to that. But they've never sprinted before. They don't have any endurance or nothing. They, they, they sprint a little bit of the way and then they completely die. They fall over and they go like, oh, it's impossible. I can never get there. You get what I'm saying? That also sets yourself up for failure. Then other people go, well, I'm going to hop. I'm going to jump. And haven't done any preparation to do that. As opposed to just going, you know what? I'm going to just shuffle my feet. Because I know I can shuffle my feet every single day. And by shuffling your feet, you're making progress. You're moving forward. Over time, you are go it is inevitable. You're gonna get to your you're gonna get to your goal by doing that. So what's the one thing that you actually need to accomplish your goal? Doing it that way. Patience. That's all you need. And everyone has the ability to have patience. So you can't tell me that you, you, you can't do it. It's just discipline right? Being committed to what it takes to get to your goal. That's what, that's what it is. It's commitment, right? There's no special pill. There's no get rich quick. There's no, it, you can't avoid it. You have to do the work. Nothing you can do to avoid the work. The work is, the work is mandatory. The work is required. How quickly you get through the work determines how fast you get to your goal. But if you work too quickly, you'll burn out before you get there, which means you'll never accomplish your goal. So slow and steady wins the race. Patience. Patience. <laughs> Go find me out for dinner so I can be your apprentice. You know what? I'm thinking of doing some like online mentorship programs, guys. If you guys would be down for that, let me know. But I would have to... I don't know how we would do it, but yeah, we got. I'm, I'm going to figure out something like that. If you guys are, if you guys are down for something like that, let me know. Like kind of a, kind of a private, private mentorship group, something like that, where we're doing like ongoing. Like I could create some like, yeah, you already got me thinking of some stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that I could do, do with that. If you guys are open to it, um, let's see. Jordan said thought on fitness Fridays. To be honest, Jordan, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy with, uh, I'm not necessarily happy with our Fitness Fridays. I think they, they could be much better, which is why I reached out to um, Greg Tella. He was, or I think, yeah, he's the ex strength and conditioning coach for the San Jose Earthquakes. He was there for ten years. It's funny because he got there like the same time I did. Uh, we're great friends, and I told him, listen, I need. I need someone with a lot of experience who understands how to build these programs and put them together to help Ross. Because, uh, like I've like and the, a big reason, and I, I know I'm circling around, but the big reason why I wanted you guys to see what Ross was doing was because you don't need a 10 year experienced fitness coach to prepare yourself. You can you you don't need the knowledge. You don't need anything. You just need to go out there and you just need to do work. You can get yourself fit and you can learn how to get yourself fit. You can figure out what works for you and you can do it on your own. And you can do everything you need to do and learn everything you need to learn on your own if you just go out there and do the work. And that's what Fitness Fridays was, is, is meant to be, to just show you. It doesn't matter. There's no excuses, right? Ross is not a fitness guru. Ross is not a fitness um, 
uh, doesn't have a bunch of experience in creating programs and all this, but he can even create programs and things that get him in shape and get him ready for the for the pro level because those are the types of things he was doing on his own. Now, that is not to say that that is the best things to be doing, but they are good enough. And we don't want the excuse of you not having not perfect or this to be the reason why you don't just get out there and do the work. You'll see Ross isn't even playing pro anymore, and you see him out there in the winter with the snow slapping him in the face, you see him in his basement, you see him on the side of the street, it doesn't matter. The reason why we have it there, and the reason why you see the channel, and you see all the videos, and some people even say like, oh, it's boring in this, I go, yeah, because playing pro soccer is boring. It is boring. 95% of everything you do to play pro soccer sucks. It's not fun, you won't enjoy it, it's not glamorous, it's not amazing, it sucks, it's boring, it hurts, it's not fun, you don't enjoy it. It's a, that's 100% facts. And it cut out there, but we're back. And I really wanna drive this home, guys. Playing pro soccer is boring. It's not fun, it's hard work, it's mundane. It's a bunch of the same old stuff over and over and over again until you're good enough at it to be able to have the opportunity to potentially play on the weekend. And then when you're playing, then it's war because it's the next guy next to you trying to beat you because it is, it is almost life and death. It's whether I can put food on the table for me and my family versus him wanting to do the same and us wanting to continue to do that forever. The pro game is a different mentality. It's a different level. It's a different environment. And a big reason why I'm doing this and, I, and I'm going to continue to do this and I'm going to create this content and do this stuff in the future is because there's too much stuff online that is selling the highlights and the fun parts of it without getting, giving you context as to what it actually takes to get here. What work goes into making it happen. Having said all that, it is worth it. It is worth the effort. It is worth the, it is worth the sacrifice. It is worth the grind. It is worth the self-doubt, the outside doubt, the, the um, countless hours of effort and energy in perfecting your, your craft. Because if you're able to do it, if you're able to accomplish it, if you're able to get here, you know that it's something that no one can take away from you. And it's, and it, it, it's further proof that you can accomplish and set anything that you set your mind to. So I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff for you. I'm not going to lie to you about what it is, what it's like, and how hard it is and what it takes. Because if I, if I didn't, if I didn't, I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you help yourself. If this is what you, if, if you really want to do what you're saying you want to do. So let's see what do we, I think I saw a good one come through here. Um, let's see what we got. Um, I got, um, as a pro, as a pro player, diet is huge. Do you find yourself having to, to calorie count and stuff like that to keep in top form? And do you personally have to do that or does the club monitor it? Okay. So diet is an important aspect, but not one that people, not to the degree that people believe, believe it is. So if you're familiar with the 80, 20 rule, right? Uh, what it basically means is 80% of your results comes from 20% of your effort, right? And 80% of your effort and of your results. And for me, I feel diet is something that can take 80% of your efforts, but you're only going to get a 20% in terms of the results and the return, as opposed to the other things that you can focus on doing that, that, um, that you get yield a much greater return from. Right. So diet is something I think you really dive into and get very specific on once you've kind of gotten a grasp of the foundational things that are important. Um, uh, foundational things that are important in developing on top of it. I, I would say like diet is something that tends to be like a shiny object that most people focus on, because to be honest with you, diet is probably the easiest thing that you can that you can do, which is why I think. Now that I think about it, I think that's why a big reason a lot of players want to spend a lot of time doing it and thinking about calories and intake and this, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've seen guys, I've seen guys be drunk and play great games. I've seen guys eat 
double hamburgers and hot dogs and french fries and a milkshake walking to the field and have a great game. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that that's a great pattern or something to do over long periods of time, but I've seen guys who've done that for long periods of time play at a high level. So food, could those guys have been better had they not been doing those things? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. I agree. They could be. But is that the determining factor between them being able to be at the pro level or not? Absolutely not. And I think that now that I think about it, I believe a big reason people focus on that is because that's the easy, that's the, that doesn't require much work, right? Like it doesn't. What's, what's more work? Hey, go run four miles. Just go run four miles or eat this salad instead of your hamburger. Eating the salad's easier. Eating the salad's easier than running five miles. But if you eat the hamburger, you can run, if you run five miles, you can eat the hamburger. And that's greater than not eating the hamburger and just eating the salad. There you go. That's the best way to explain that, right? Like there's no avoiding the work. And for me, that's an avoiding the work type of type of thing. It, there's nothing wrong with the question. The question is good. It makes sense. Um, but those are, those are in additions to, those aren't in replace of. Hopefully that makes sense. That was a good question though. Cause it, it gave me an opportunity to kind of go, um, deeper into that. Uh, let's see. Came to stay consistent with an ab routine. There are ab workouts on Perfect Soccer's YouTube, and maintain your fitness and cardio. Lean patience and mostly important. You are correct. K nine, consistency is key. Um, you can pretty much do any. Um, you can pretty much do any. Um, yeah, you can pretty much do anything to to get fit and in shape. And by doing that, you'll gain enough experience. Okay, so let me. I'll transition into that. So that makes more sense. We've got about 15 minutes before Instagram's going to cut me off here. So uh, shoot in some more of your questions if you guys got them, um, and I'll try to hop through them. But the point I make when I'm telling you guys just to go do stuff is you learn the most from making mistakes. Most people want to avoid making mistakes. All I want to do is make mistakes because making mistakes means I'm making progress. And if I'm making progress, I can now look back on the mistakes I made, and now when I plan looking forward, I can put forth, um, uh, I can put forth a plan that will help me avoid making those mistakes again in the future. But if my whole purpose is peer view, right? Like most people are spending their life looking in hindsight, right? Oh, what's, what's going on? What's happening? They're not, there's no foresight. There's no planning. There's no avoidance of, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to avoid making mistakes and they believe everything that happened in the past is going to predict what happens in the future. That is a poor investor's mind. Poor investors do that. And most people are poor investors of their time. That's why as time passes, they have terrible results because they're, they're making poor investments of their time. Right. So for me, the reason why I'm a huge into investing on the money side of things is because money and time, it's, there's no difference to me. Right. You exchange your time for money. Right. You pay people money for their time. So you're you're buying someone's time and then you're in, you're telling them what to do by telling them what to do. You're t you're having them invest their time in something else. And if you have someone in if you have someone spend their time investing in something that is worth their time as time passes, the value of that time increases, so their protect productivity goes up, right? So as you're doing things, guys, you are maybe unaware that you are now investing your time into something, which means either in the future it's going to be worth the same, more, or less. And most times for people, it's worth less. Why? Because when they're making investments of their time, they're looking at right here and now in the moment with uh, hindsight. So they're going, oh, um, so let's use uh, Blockbuster. Let's use, let's, let's, uh, let's use Blockbuster for an, for an example, okay? So Blockbuster sitting up here, if you guys can remember, uh, Blockbuster was um, a video store that you'd come in, buy, get VHSs, DVDs, all that kind of stuff. You'd, you'd physically come to the store, you'd get it, you'd take it home, and you... I don't know how the age range of everybody here, but that used to be a store. It was the biggest player in the block, right? Netflix comes along, streaming. Everyone knows Netflix, streaming services, okay? Blockbuster was making their current investments in time based on looking at the past and saying, 
everyone's always come in to get DVDs, VHSs, and CDs and all that. So in the future, that will always be true. So because of that, they literally had blind spots and they had five separate occasions they could have bought Netflix. They had the money, they had the resources, they were the number one in the game. If they just bought Netflix and, in, in, and brought them in, it would have just been blockbuster flicks, right? But they chose not to believe that the future could be different than the present and the past. So those who are able to have some foresight, they can use the information of today and make an investment of their time that they can yield the results in the future. But that means delayed gratification, guys. That means you don't get you don't get to reap the you don't get to reap what you sow the day you plant the seed. And that's what young people are missing. That's what they're not getting. And the time that they realize that tends to be when they're older with more experience. So let me tie that all together in a bow for you. So what does that mean? When I'm speaking to you, like I am right now, for most people, this is information. I'm giving you information. Now, as soon as you can connect one piece of information to another piece of information, I now consider that for me, that's knowledge. You have knowledge of something. You've taken two concepts, you've connected them together. That's a new synapse in your brain. You now have knowledge. The problem for young people is you believe that knowledge means you know something. It doesn't mean you know anything. You don't know anything. You don't know anything until you apply that knowledge, until you take your connection, what you've heard, and this is what I'm telling you. When you're listening to people on the internet and they're telling you stuff and you believe them, it's okay to believe them, but have some skepticism to it. Take that information Take that knowledge of the information you have and go apply that information and see the results for yourself. See the results of what that information, what that knowledge yields you. And, and by applying your knowledge over time, what you will receive in place of that is experience. That's the one thing that young people don't have that older people have, right? When older people say, I'm speaking from experience, they're speaking from a deeper level of knowledge that you do not have because they've applied what they've talked about over time and you haven't. And that's the difficulty of getting the younger generation to hear and understand the older generation. Because how I've been seeing it and where I, where I, I feel I can very much understand the disconnect. Because the younger generation has always had access to technology. Right, And you guys know how to use Instagram, you know how to use your phone, you know how to swipe up, Google Drive, Snapchat, all of that. And you look at the older generation and they don't, they're dumb when it comes to technology. They don't know how to use it, they don't know how it works. Well, I can understand from your perspective, hey, if this old guy can't even use his phone properly, I'm not going to listen to him if he's giving me his, his wisdom from like, oh, you should invest and you should plan for your future and you you know you you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that. I can understand that, right? That makes sense. This guy doesn't understand this, so why would he know what he's talking about? And but on the reverse side, I can also understand the perspective of the adult. They're looking at the kid and saying, "You don't know what life actually is. You're living in your phone, you're swiping on your tweet Twitter and doing this that and the other." When uh when the experience of life has valuable lessons that you do not have. So these two perspectives do not understand each other's perspective, and I can understand why. But the difference is this. The young person, the person with time, anybody who has time, who understands this, wins. Because if you understand, time is the one thing the older person can't get more of. Right? So your job should be to learn from the mistakes of those who came before you. Because that is what you then use to create your plan of action moving forward. Because what is a mistake, right? A mistake is a recognition of a waste of time. That's what it is. That's what a mistake is. So if, if you always have to make if the only way you can learn is by making mistakes, then that means the only way you can learn is if you waste your own time and you're, you don't know how much time you have. And if you valued your time properly, you would never waste your time. You'd pay other people to waste their time for you. Right? That would be the most logical thing. So if someone's willing to teach or tell you information based on the mistakes they've made, 
Those are much, much more valuable than someone telling you their opinion of something, right? At Perfect Soccer, we don't tell you what we think. We tell you what we know through our own personal experience, right? And that's what I want you to challenge challenge other people. Um, I want you to, I just want you to be thoughtful and mindful and critically think about the information people are sharing with you and why, right? And how they've come to those decisions, how they've come to those conclusions, how they've, how, how they've acquired this, this information. Is it just information? Is it knowledge, which is better than just information? Or is it experience, which doesn't mean it's, um, correct, but it's more likely to be correct than knowledge, right? Because it's some applied knowledge. And the most important thing is, for me, experience turns to wisdom the moment that you can take what you've learned from experience and teach it to someone else so they can have the same experience as you. Once they can, once you can duplicate that experience, I believe you now have wisdom because that is what you are now passing on to others. So, the things that you really want to take on from others is their wisdom, right? Things they've, so information they've, they've gathered themselves, maybe researched through just their own hard work in their life in, in general, that applied information that turned into, uh, I'm sorry, that connections of those information from research over time where they've developed into knowledge, that applied knowledge over many, many years of hard work, which turns into experience, and then an ability to break that down and reteach that to others so they can duplicate their success. So now it becomes wisdom. Wisdom, right? So, so turning into wisdom. So I know I dropped a lot there, guys. I dropped a lot of stuff, and uh, I think Instagram's going to be telling me I got to get off here in the next two minutes because it's going to be doing the countdown clock. But I hope all that was very helpful. Uh, my dad says the same things, but you say it so much better than my dad. <laughs> I've spent uh, many, many years working on how to best present and convey this information to you guys because I really just want to, I want, I want to help you help yourself, right? Our goal is to sell my, and the business goal, perfect soccer soul goal is just to sell you on the idea that you is all you need to get or go. Uh, I'm sorry, to accomplish or achieve whatever it is you set out to accomplish in life. If you can, if you can adopt that mindset and you can, you can use that mindset and our core values as a process to accomplish your goals, that's all I hope for. That's all I want to do because I believe helping you do that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, maybe when you, you're running some huge business somewhere and conglomerate or you want to, you want, you have the, the greatest idea of the world and you want to, you want to present it to the world that maybe we could work together and collaborate on that. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm planning for. And that's why I'm doing this. So hopefully you guys are getting, yeah. So hopefully you guys are getting a lot out of this and that's about my time on there. Oh yeah, you're right. The giveaway. You're, you're right. The giveaway. Uh, so how about this? Um, and I've got two minutes left on this and it'll probably cut you off really quick. So any of you guys reshare this live replay on your Instagram story, tag Quincy America and the at perfect soccer account. And, um, from there I'll reshare you and I will pick a winner out of that to get a perfect soccer, soccer ball. And everyone who, who does it, Everyone who does it will get a shout out, but at least one of you guys will get a perfect soccer soccer ball and I'll do some more giveaways and stuff like that in the future. I appreciate that. Thank Jordan. Thank you for reminding me about that because I was going to forget. Guys, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash book to get your copy. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you very much. Quincy Ameriqua here and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. 
That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode. 